licking your freezer clean might be more productive than this. But hey, at least they both love heavy metal. Here are the old men, Adam and Steven. Yes, welcome out to it. This is another episode of the Old Men Who Yell at Clouds podcast, and we get together to talk about the things that matter to us. It is episode number 121. It is uh, November 19th. It is approximately 11 a.m. We are podcasting live out of Vancouver, British Columbia. Yes, and we would like to acknowledge that the land on which we gather is the traditional unceded territory of the Coast Salish peoples, including the territories of Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. You got damn right. Uh, my name is Adam, and that sultry voice you heard earlier is Stephen. Hello, Stephen. Uh, hello. Hello, Adam. Uh, before we get into the things today, you can support our podcast by hitting oldmanhiyellaclouds.com and subscribing to our podcast. And if you want to help us out, just leave us a little dollar. You know, one single dollar. A singular dollar will do so much wonders for us. Yeah. 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 Wonderful. 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 Hey, and, uh, like, I'm spending lots of fucking money, man, so we need some people to, uh, some supporters here, right? So... What are you so spending let's, money let's, on? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Yes. And you know what? I'm, I'm probably overdoing it. This is probably overkill, but uh, l- let, me, let me tell you what I've been doing with my setup here to make us, okay. make us not only sound good, but you know what? Look good. Look good for you, right? Because we're not doing this on. Uh, I, I mean, look, we're not, that's what counts. Well, yeah, it's yeah. As Rodney Dangerfield says, Dangerfield says it's better to look good than feel good. So, um, <laughs> you know, we're not broadcasting live uh, video, and we're not even recording video. Well, we are recording video, but we're not showing it to all of our great people out there. But I'm, I'm, um, like I've bought so much stuff here lately, and and. Like yourself, you know, and like we've told other people, we like tinkering around and playing with technology and doing different things. Yeah, yeah. uh, So where do I start? So a couple of things behind the scenes here. I I purchased a Thunderbolt dock. Um, I have a Dell laptop through work and my personal laptop is a Dell and I've got a a monitor arm now that I've set up here. So I think just to transfer or just to switch between work and, and laptop is just simply now switching one butt or one cable, right? So that yeah, yeah. sent me back about 350 or 400 bucks. Uh, I purchased a really cool Logitech keyboard here, which uh, allows for three different devices uh, by the push of a button. So that makes it easier to switch between um, between laptops. Yeah. Uh, what else? Obviously, I've got uh, well, I've got a Logitech uh, 1080p webcam. I've got this monitor arm and the Elgato Wave Three uh, microphone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, that's actually all the stuff that I've had all along here. I think anyway. So, uh, but I just purchased. You see this nice brick wall behind me? Wow. I do, yeah. Yes. So I've purchased a green screen. And a key light, and I just oh, I've wow. just got that set up now. So I think it's uh, I've got some natural light helping me out here in our place right now. So I think it's looking okay. Um, yeah, you can see as I wave my hand, I've got to play with that a little bit. You could see the green in behind my hand there a little bit, right on the edges. Yeah, that's not, too, that's bad. not too bad. Here, here's what I'm thinking though. We we are also moving to Zencaster for our recordings here too, or at least 
part of our recordings so that we yes. we could see each other. With Zencaster, it's not like Zoom where you can automatically just flip a button and uh, and it blurs the background and stuff like that. I mean, I know that OBS, which we're also using, or I'm using anyways, can do some of that. But I figured, um, I I don't know. I just figured, you know, I'm in the I'm in the kind of the kitchen or at the kitchen table. Um, I do have uh, a partner, obviously, who is sometimes at home while we're recording. Um, nobody wants to see her in the background. So, um, anyway, so I decided to set this up, see how it works out, fuck around, spend some money, stuff like that. And right? did you get the Elgato green screen and yes, key lights? Yes, I did. Hey, I'm all, Good all Elgato in here now. They really should be sponsoring us, right? Yep. Yeah. So, um, it, it's, it's so, nice. Uh, yeah, it looks good. <coughs> so oh. the thing I have, so I'm using the face cam, the Elgato face cam. Yes. And I can actually do uh, effects, but my graphics card, my GPU does not support effects. Uh, okay. I don't have a kick-ass graphics card. It says I need a NVIDIA GeForce RTX 20 whatever series to run any of that stuff, and I don't have that. So Yeah, yeah. That's a higher end so graphics card now, them. right? Those those RTX cards are within two two or three years old. Even my laptop here, uh, which is only about four years old, well, brand new, it's probably three and a half. Yeah, actually, coming up next spring, it's four years old. Uh, it has a GTX card, so okay. so it uh, it is not even compatible with some of this stuff that's coming out now, right? And some of the things that you can do and. Um, even it, in something called NVIDIA Broadcast requires, uh, which, which is kind of a broadcasting tool. It also helps with filters within the Wavelink software here, uh, from Elgato. Um, yeah, you need a, you need an RTX card. So I'm shit out of luck. Yeah. I too have a GTX. Okay. I have a GTX 970. Okay. These, uh, these older tech, yeah, it's still good. Oh, yeah, it's still good. These Dell laptops, at least the one I have, it's a, it's a 10, uh, what is it? A GTX 1080, I think. Something like that. No, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, or 1050. I don't know. Some fucking thing. Anyways, spending money, man. I got to stop. Uh, well, either that or people got to start sponsoring us. Fuck that. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Hey, I don't do anything else. Um, it's not like we've got a kid or something like that. Uh, I mean, sure, it's expensive to live here, but uh, uh, whatever. Fuck it. You only live once. You're having fun. And, you know, that's what counts. That's right. So what happened to me yesterday? Yesterday, I finally went to the doctor's. I went to the doctors because I've had this nagging cough for probably seven weeks now. It's been and going on uh, a while. from my knowledge, I still haven't caught COVID. I've done all the tests and stuff and, yeah. and whatever else. So I was talking to the doctor about this, and he sent me for x rays yesterday. So I went and got my chest x rayed and my sinuses x rayed and whatever it is. And he also gave me, which I just picked up, are these steroid antibiotics. So they're called. Uh, Dethamethasone? I don't know. So the steroid, theoretically, it's for respiratory illnesses. So I'm supposed to take three of these pills, and maybe that'll help jumpstart my immune system. So we'll see what happens with these fucking things. 
Are they like a, um, well, not a corticosteroid, but like a, something like prednisone? Well, yeah, it's a, it's a, like a corticosteroid or something, isn't it? Is that what it is? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck. Well, hopefully it helps. But, Those uh, things aren't good for you taking long term, that's for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. So fine. hopefully that something works out for you. I don't know. It's just, uh, feeling like ass every day. I don't really feel like shit, but just my voice and I'm just coughing like, uh, like a motherfucker. It yeah. says uh, it's used to treat uh, severe allergies, asthma, chronic, and lung disease, oh, fuck, eye brain surgery. It does a lot of shit, but wow. uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I'm kind of iffy on taking these stupid things. Yeah. I hate taking new drugs. It really, really irks me the wrong way. Well, I don't like taking medication, but, uh, period, either. So, and I, and I, and I, I don't, I push back every time the doctor tries to give me something. Um, obviously, he knows what's best. So at, at a certain point in it, depending on how sick you are and what type of illness or sickness you have, I guess, it's, uh, yeah, you know, probably a good idea to take it. Well, especially with you, you've been going on for such a long time now. You got to start fucking yeah. shaking that thing, man. We'll try this. We'll yeah. see what happens. Uh, not good. But, but did he say what the problem was, though? I mean, obviously, x-rays aren't back yet, so maybe that'll show something. But does he have any idea what yeah, might be happening? No, this is... So I went to a clinic doctor. Uh, I didn't go to my family GP because I saw her maybe about, uh, I don't know, maybe two, three weeks ago, just because I was kind of concerned about it. And uh, she said, it'll just kind of run its course. But I think it's kind of gotten worse. So I went and saw a clinic doctor and just to get a second opinion. He's like, we'll try this. We'll run some scans and uh, kind of see what happens. Because I don't smoke. I don't do anything. So it's just kind of a sinal kind of cold. So we'll see what happens. What's that, uh, what's that uh, illness that kids have going around? What's, what the heck are they calling that thing? A respiratory, like a RT, respiratory? RTS or something? Or I don't know what, what the fuck that is. It's I not something know. like that, is it? Who knows? I don't think so. Anyway. But, uh, anyway. Whatever. Get better. We'll see what happens. I'll try these things. I'm supposed to take it with food. It's three days. So maybe yeah. it will, uh, maybe it'll jumpstart something. On, on the health side of things, just, uh, like to say, uh, a, a hello out there if he's listening to our friend Drex. Did you notice that he's, oh, yes, uh, landed he in the hospital? Um, sounds like he's going to be okay, but, uh, little bit of a scare. Hopefully he's doing well. If he's listening, uh, Wish him all the best. Yeah, fuck. That's scary. Uh, he posted this morning. Yeah. He had a heart attack last night. Well, he was home around at 6 o'clock. Right after dinner, he started to feel unwell. He said he went to bed and tried to rest, but it was too much. I was taken to the hospital where I received a stint. It was 100% blockage. Oh, and he says, I'll need a second shit. one before wow. I leave the hospital. Oh, I didn't read that far into it. Fuck. Yeah, that's pretty scary then. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty, he said pretty it's serious. Pretty sobering and... S- Super fucked up to experience. But this yeah. is the second person I've seen who's had a heart attack in the last little while. Yeah. Younger kids. Wow. Um, what the hell is his name? Phil. Phil Gardner. A good buddy of mine. He uh, plays drums. Killer musician. But he had the same thing happen to him. Yeah. He was... Uh, last night, he's posted this happened to him October 7th. And he posted the same thing. Last night after work, I had a sudden heart attack. Thankfully, I was still in the parking lot and there was a lot of people still in the building. Wow. Uh, he said it was the most terrifying and uncomfortable, painful thing he's ever experienced. Hmm. He said, if I had left and drove home, I probably wouldn't be here. Yeah. There was an obstruction in one of my arteries that needed to be urgently removed, and that probably would have taken my life. Wow. Like, 
These are young kids. Well, I don't know. I think Drex is, he's got to be 45. Like, I don't think he's that much older than me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, if he's, if even if he's around 50 or whatever, right? That's uh, still, that's too, too fucking young, man. So people got to, yeah. you know, people got to take care of themselves. Uh, and with something like that, it's good he eventually made his way to the hospital because if you fucking wait, uh, wait too long, could be a goner. So. Yeah, it's it's very weird. Yeah. It's very weird. Anyway. Well, yes, uh, speed recovery. Yeah, guys. for sure. Speaking of birthdays, I can't remember. How old are you going to be this weekend, next weekend? I will be turning 40 yes, next weekend. Yes, so you are officially, well, not officially, You, I guess we could start calling you an old man because it, <laughs> I is, finally am. it is all downhill after there, man, after this. That's it. So I guess you are an old man. Welcome to the club. Ah, uh, fuck it. Already everything hurts and I'm dying. You know, it just, it sucks, man. Like, I'm doing like, I have to stretch everything out before I go for walks and like doing ham stretches and just like shit, man. Like, this sucks. You didn't, you didn't sign up for this shit. No, kidding. I know. Oh, man. It's crazy. It, it <sighs> really is. And uh, obviously, I just had a birthday not too long ago and I am older than you. Uh, old, quite a, a quite bit. a bit older than you. Um, so, yeah. I think we all got to take care of ourselves and you just fucking never know when your day is up. So enjoy it, but to still take care of yourself and uh, try and try and make it a little bit longer. And uh, please, yeah. that's all we ask. <laughs> yes. Um, speaking of drugs. So oh, okay. I was taking these Tylenol uh, cold medicines because I was like, oh, hey, fuck, maybe these, yeah. these will help, uh, you know, help me sleep and get me through the day. Yep. And they kind of relieved the pressure in my head. Yeah. But I wasn't sleeping as well. Uh, I was getting like four or five hours of sleep while on the drugs. Okay. The minute I stopped taking these drugs, I start, I slept for like eight, nine hours. Yeah. Here's, so it's, a, it's, yeah. it's a little weird. But here's the thing with, with a lot of the cold medication is that they, some of them are stimulants. Some of them do have, like, I think it's, uh, like there are decongestants, there are antihistamines. Um, yeah. I think it's the, Fuck, I should know this now, and I'll always get it mixed up. But one one is a stimulant, and that's why it can keep you up at night. Um, yeah. There are other cold medications that um, that definitely can make you drowsy. So, um, yeah, that, and that's why and that's why there are a lot of these medications now have day versions and night versions. The day version, yeah, this is what this is. Yeah, the day version will not make you drowsy. Obviously, there's something in there that's a, a stimulant, uh, something like uh, ephedrine hydrate, ephedrine, pseudoephedrine hydrate, something like that. That is one of the medications, I think, that is sort of like a stimulant, and that can, that can probably keep you up at night. Uh, pseudoephedrine hydrate or something like that. Um, oh, there's, I'm not even going to try to read these names, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, the nighttime versions can make you drowsy and they can help you sleep, so. Yeah, but the night ones didn't work for me. Like, I was, I mean, obviously I slept, but like, yeah. without the drugs, I was sleeping for, you know, eight, nine hours. Uh, the doctor told me, the pharmacy doctor told me that I got to take these during the day because these will keep me up at night. Oh, okay. So he's like, take them, you know, take them with lunch or breakfast or whatever the hell you're doing. So yeah. my first meal of the day, I will be taking these for the next three days. We'll see what happens. Hopefully I'm better by next time we chat. Yeah, for sure. 
Uh, what else has been going on this week? Have you, uh, were you in the office at all this week? What's, what's been going on with that? Are you still um, going in and working What's going no, on? No, I'm officially now on this modified, uh, what are they calling it? A, it's, it's, a, it's, it's officially now a modified work week or a modified hybrid work week, something like that. Fuck, I don't know. I forget what it's called. Okay. Basically, I'm scheduled to go in the office now, um, Mondays and Tuesdays, and then working from home Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So, right. uh, which I've kind of been doing for the last month or so anyways, but as of last week, it's kind of become official. That's sort of my schedule now. So, um, I think it's still flexible, which is really cool. Like, if, yeah. hey, if something comes up on a Tuesday and I'd be, you know, better off working from home, uh, it's not a problem. Just let my manager know and shouldn't be a big deal. So, yeah. Uh, so anyway, last week, yeah, I think I was in the office Monday. Uh, when, Tuesday was one of those examples, I guess. Something came up, so I stayed home Tuesday. So uh, this week I'll be in Monday, Tuesday. Things are still really busy, uh, and I've got a lot of prep to do for our trip to Ottawa the following week. So lots, yeah, lots going on with that. You know what? I'm really not looking forward to flying. It'll be nice to see some of my coworkers again because... Some of them started up during the pandemic here, and I've still never met them. Yeah. So, uh, and of course, we do have remote offices in in other cities, anyways. So, actually, the whole organization is coming together in Ottawa. We are having some meetings, some training, um, and I think it's going to be sort of a a holiday dinner on one of those evenings as well. So that'll be kind of nice. Oh, awesome! Yeah. So all of that's going to be really cool. But I don't know. I just. I guess going to Ottawa is going to be kind of cool too because I've never been there before. Uh, hopefully, it's not too fucking cold. Um, but yeah, it's just the flight, man. It's just fuck. I don't know. I just really don't. I'm not. It's not like I'm scared of flying. I never have had a problem flying in the past. It's just, it's just flying. Period. It's just. It's it's such a pain yeah. in the ass now, and it's so uncomfortable on the fucking planes. It's a bit of a longer flight, like it's four and a half hours. It's not like a flight to Calgary. It's like basically you get up in the air and you're coming back down again. It's about four and a half, yeah. four and a half hours, I think. Um, I guess that's not too bad. It's not like it's going to Europe or I'm not going to Australia or some fucking thing. Fuck. Anyway, I don't know. I, I guess it's not that bad. I shouldn't complain. So, but uh, uh, that's me. That's my week. I'm going next next Sunday. I haven't been on a plane in like seven years, six years. So I don't have a problem flying. My issue is I can't equalize the pressure. Oh, when I go up yes. And down. So, yeah. So I got to take a bunch of drugs, yeah. sign a tab a lot. So I take yeah. uh, an hour before I go. And when I'm in the air, I pop it. And that usually helps. Yeah. So chewing gum, chewing bad. gum help you at all? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It used to help me. I don't have as much of a problem anymore, really. So, um, but yeah. It's, uh, the gum always worked. Um, lately now I haven't been doing, can you still hear me? Oh yeah. Cause I just, uh, everything went black and blank on me. Fuck. See that technology. I've, uh -oh. I've got too much fucking tech going here, man. It almost, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's crashing on me. At least that's what I thought. I thought I lost you there, man. Oh shit. Too much power. Draining too much fucking too power, much power, everything, all this tech plugged in. I thought it just fucking died. Uh, do you want to try to get it up and running? Do you need any prep sheets up or what's what's going on? No, with no, that? no. It's it just the screens went black. So, but I thought oh, okay. uh, I thought everything died. I thought I thought the computer crashed or something. So, 
But we're all good. We're all good. I can still see you now. All right. Well, Everything's then we're open. Laughing. We're rolling, baby. Let's just fucking carry on, man. Uh, um, where was I? I don't know. Before, uh, flying. It's equalizing pressure. Oh, yes. Okay. Anyways, all good. Easy. Easy like a breezy. Okay, so I'm trying to remember when we started talking about Ticketmaster. Oh, fuck. Uh, it uh, must have been probably about four episodes ago, I think. Well, well, this latest... This latest fucking bullshit that's going on, yeah, it's been three or four episodes, I think, now. So, and we're going to be yeah. talking about it again because it's fucking ridiculous. Oh yeah. yeah, let's let's dive into this. This is crazy stuff. Yeah, it is for sure. So, uh, lover or hater, Taylor Swift is going on show, uh, going out in concerts, and um, a lot of layers to this story going yeah. on right now. So. Um, as I talked about for when I purchased Ed Sheeran tickets, I had to go on this verified pre-sale bullshit. So I had the verified pre-sale is they expect the demand that's coming. So they know what to allocate over for tickets and, the, and you're just ready to rock. So the same thing happened for Tay Tay, uh, verified pre-sale, uh, all the Swifties hit the site and, uh, people, some people got through, some people it crashed. Some people, it was just a pain in the ass. So I had no bad experiences for this. Also, I tried signing up for Tay Tay tickets, and I didn't get the verified presale, and I was crushed. Still am. But um, when I had the experience for other shows, not a problem. For this show, Ticketmaster are blaming, because they're placing the blame on other people, they're blaming the placing the blame on everyone coming in to get the tickets and whatever it is. But the fact of the matter is, is their software and hardware wasn't able to keep up with the demand for it. So yeah. there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm just pulling up some of this shit right here. Uh, well, people are pissed, obviously. Um, it was yesterday there was supposed to be a general pre-sale on regular tickets that weren't available, but that has now been canceled because I'm pretty sure Ticketmaster doesn't know what they're doing. Um, yeah, they, sh- they shut it down. reading a yeah. lot... Yeah, yeah, they sh- they they shut they shut it down. Um, it says due to extraordinarily high demands on ticketing systems and insufficient remaining ticket inventory to meet demand, tomorrow's public on sale for Taylor Swift the Aero Store has been canceled. Right, which is crazy. I've never seen them do that before. Uh, but uh, you know, a lot of stuff has come up with their verified pre or verified ticket reseller stuff. Some of these tickets are going for up to ten to fifty grand for tickets. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. It's, it's just uh, crazy. I mean, I mean that's that's kind of a that is partly a ticket bastard problem as well. But that's just kind of scalpers yeah. and trying people trying to take advantage of uh, of a situation though too. And uh, that's just people being fucking greedy, right? That's that's really what that is. But but the ticket master problem is is has been ongoing for quite some time now. And well, by the way, did you get tickets or not? I did not. You did no, not I, I didn't get a. I wasn't part of the pre-sales. Right. So, okay, uh, I thought you maybe found another way or something like that or got the code or whatever. I don't know. The invite some nope. other way. Okay, that sucks. Um, oh, whatever. Well, 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 yeah. And I guess the thing is, though, to, to blame uh, all of the Taylor Swift fans because, as you said, there's so many of them, uh, to, to just, just kind of always... But that's what they did last time. They're just trying to fucking deflect the blame and put place it on, the place the blame on somebody else. And that's just not fair. That's just not the way it is. The real issue here, again, is all about them and their monopoly. They basically yeah. they have control over the industry. And it just doesn't fucking matter that they have these 
these problems deep down. I don't just, I, just, I don't think they give a shit, right? Uh, I mean, sure, they're making it sound like, hey, this shouldn't have happened. And it's only 15% of the people, I think, w- that they said had issues. Well, it sounds like it's a lot more than that. And oh, yeah. Uh, it's just, they said that's not a big number, but it shouldn't have been 15% anyways. It should be zero. But basically, they make it sound like it's, uh, no big deal, and that uh, it's just yeah the result of just so many fans trying to get uh, a limited amount of tickets. But it's yeah it, again it's it's bigger picture, bigger picture. Something has to be done with Live Nation, and uh, I think they I think the it's gotten to the point of uh, government officials now in the United States stepping in and wanting to hold um, um, meetings. Um, or something basically to review the whole situation because it, again it's 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 they're they're a monopoly and there are antitrust laws in the United States that prevent uh, corporations from basically k- taking control just the way Live Nation has. It's yeah, it's crazy. Um, and and yeah, obviously Taylor Swift herself is really pissed off. And um, oh yeah, uh, you, you know again it's just. Um, you know, because I think I think she has been told that uh, Ticketmaster would would be able to handle the demand, and obviously they weren't. So, you know, yeah, it, it fucking sucks. And and again, you know, I could say this all the time as much as I want that I'll I'll never deal with Ticketmaster again. But ultimately, it's the artists and the fans that are hurt here. By me, yep. by whether it's you know me not buying tickets to support you know the the artists I love, or just fans getting screwed the way they they are because of Ticketmaster. So it's yeah, it's, something's got to be done about it. It's crazy. Yeah, there was uh, a lot of cool facts are coming out of this because it's opening a lights and uh, hopefully this won't happen again. But it says historically around forty percent of the fans actually show up and buy tickets. And most purchase an average of three tickets. So working with the artist team, around 1.5 million people were invited to participate in the online sale for all 52 show dates, including the 47 sold by Ticketmaster. The remaining 2 million verified fans were put on a waiting list. So I was on said waiting list. Uh, This time, the staggering number of bot attacks, as well as fans who didn't receive invite codes, drove unexpected traffic on our site, resulting in 3.5 billion total system requests, four times our previous peak. So I don't understand why, you know, if they said they could handle the demands, why why wasn't this sorted out? But let's move on. Um, overall, we estimate about 15% of interactions across the site expected issues, and that's 15% too many. Well, that's because you're controlling it. Yeah. Uh, including pass, passcode validation errors that were caused fans to lose tickets that they had carded. Uh, that seems like an underestimate, but... Over 2 million tickets were sold for Taylor's shows on November 15th, the most tickets ever sold for an artist in a single day. Based on the volume of traffic to our sites, Taylor would need to perform, so now they're placing the blame on Taylor, Taylor would need to perform 900 stadium shows, almost 20 times the number of shows she is doing. That's every stadium show every single night for 2.5 years. Also, the thing with Ticketmaster is they always do these pre-sales with Capital One. So... If you don't have a Capital One card or a pre-sale code, even though you can get through, you're just fucking shit out of luck. So it's, uh, it, it's becoming a shit show. And there's, did you see that Twitter thing about that guy talking about it? No. The CEO? Oh, no, I didn't. Of live, of live Nation? 
Yeah. Uh, here's that audio. By Live Nation, 30 plus percent owned by Liberty. Yes. Um, so this tweet, daily reminder, Ticketmaster's monopoly, its merger with Live Nation should never have been approved and they need to be reined in. This in response to all those enraged fans of Taylor Swift who weren't able to get tickets. How do you respond to that? Well, I'm first and all the Live Nation team is sympathetic that the long wait times and fans who couldn't get what they wanted. Uh, reality is it's a function of the massive demand that Taylor Swift has. Uh, the site was supposed to be opened up for 1.5 million verified Taylor Swift fans. Uh, we had 14 million people hit the site, including bots, another story, which are not supposed to be there. And despite all the challenges and the breakdowns, we did sell over 2 million tickets that day. We could have filled 900 stadiums. And the reality is, is this is not actually a Live Nation promoted concert. Taylor Swift is promoted by one of our largest competitors. So again, placing the blame on other people. Well, yeah, from from bots to Taylor Swift to the number of fans to the other promoter, like like he's just deflecting everything, man. It's just yeah, I just yeah, yeah something something needs to be done for sure. It's just uh, yeah, and like I said, I think I think these uh, representatives. Um, within the within the United States governments are, are actually going to look into it now and hopefully they'll do something. So, um, yeah, it needs to be done. Uh, and obviously, Taylor released a statement finally and she goes, I, I'm not going to read it, but she goes, uh, well, it goes without saying that I'm extremely protective of my plans. We've been doing this for decades together and over the years, I've brought in so many elements of my career to improve in-house, but... Uh, there's only some things I can't do. And uh, she's just, she just goes on. It's a, it's a great statement. We'll post it on her website. But uh, she's pissed, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, she, she closes it by saying, and for those who didn't get tickets, all I can say is that my hope is to provide more opportunities for us to get together and sing these songs. Thank you for all you wanting to be here. You have no idea how much that means to me. So, whatever. But, uh, you know, she's still getting paid. Swifties are still going. But I saw this great, uh, I was just trying to find it while that clip was playing. Um, if you need something done, you need to get Taylor Swift to take care of it. You need the Swifties to come in and kick some ass. You know, <laughs> you need a war spot, get the Swifties, say Taylor Swift is going to be there, grab a gun, fucking go get some ass. <laughs> <coughs> Good times. Good times. Uh, but yeah, that's a shit show. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, I wish we so didn't fucking have to. Yeah, I wish we didn't have to fucking talk about that, man. And, uh, you know, I guess we're going on about a bunch of different things here and that's kind of been the case for the last you know almost three years as well but um it's just the world we live in right now so it sucks uh speaking of shit shows uh twitter is on fire oh fuck yeah everyone says there was there was this thing on twitter saying rest in peace twitter and uh i'm like it's not gonna go away because uh elon spent 44 billion on it so he's just trying to you know, fix this dumpster fire that he was going on. He should have, I don't know, a lot of stuff going on with that. But, uh, well, I think, I think a lot of people are, you're right. It's not going away. It's not going away overnight, yeah. but, uh, but a lot of people are, are saying because of what's happened over the past couple of weeks is basically there aren't enough people now, uh, to basically run it. And there's going to be outages. Yeah. And, um, you know, in addition to basically everybody going, free and doing and saying whatever they want. There's no moderation or anything like that. There's no people to moderate. 
but it's the engineers and all the backend people who are keeping the fucking systems running. And so that's what people I think are saying is that, or, you know, that there are going to be some, some outages and, um, I'm actually surprised nothing's happened yet. The world cup is starting yeah. tomorrow. Um, maybe it's tomorrow already over in that side of the world. I don't know, but, uh, I think I think uh, Elon Musk is really doing his best to try and keep things running uh, because that's going to definitely create a load on their systems. So um, we'll have to kind of see what happens here later today and tomorrow as well in case there's any issues there. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it's crazy. You know, he, he comes in, there were what, 7,000 people or something like that working for Twitter, you know, when he basically bought them, whatever, or when he took over three weeks ago, Yeah, he immediately laid off half of them. And then he has this, uh, high intensity, he, he basically put a demand or a, put an ultimatum on these people, these, the remaining people and said, listen, uh, I expect nothing but um you know long hours and high demand and high intensity from 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 all of you um and he basically said if you know if you don't respond by 5 p.m whatever time it was on thursday i can consider you to have been resigned and you'll get some sort of severance package well it sounds like there were over a thousand people i don't know if that number is true it sounds like they expected over a thousand people uh to to a thousand more people to basically leave Twitter. So, yeah. so what is that? That leaves us with, uh, you know, under, under 3000 people at least anyways. And, and sure that sounds like a big number, but, um, it, it just sounds like a lot of people, a lot of important people to keep that thing, that platform running have, have left the organization. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen here either. I'm, I'm tired of hearing about this fucking asshole and, uh, I'm still there. I mean, I know last week I said I'm basically, I never said I was going to close my account, but I did say that I was going to step away and I, I, I will still be doing that. Um, I'm certainly not yeah. going to, to be uh, engaging or, or anything like that. That's for sure. I just, I just don't have time for that bullshit any, anymore. But I, do, I still noticed that Elon Musk was carrying on with a bunch of bullshit he said he was. He put up a poll to uh, about whether or not he should reinstate uh, Donald Trump. And I see. Uh, last yeah. I noticed, I think that number was over sixty percent in favor. Goes to show you the the support that asshole has. Both of them, Donald Trump and Elon Musk. You know what? They are one of the two. They they are they are essentially the same people. They really are. They're the same type of person. They're the same yeah. arrogant fucking assholes. Um, and we, the world doesn't need them. The world does not no. need people like that. So, um, yeah, it, it's, uh, it kind of sucks. And, you know, a lot of people are going on about how, how bad it would be for the world. And it would be if, if Twitter actually did disappear. Um, but it doesn't even need to disappear for it to actually cause some harm because Twitter does provide a great resource. It's a lot of important people. A lot of important information is um, communicated through Twitter. Um, A lot of people, uh, I mean, they get a lot of really good information that actually helps them from Twitter. And uh, I think if it, it changed 
or ultimately disappeared, um, it would be a huge disservice for a lot of people. So, oh yeah, I, I agree. With so that. hopefully, hopefully, I don't know. I don't know. It just, I mean, it doesn't look good. It, regardless, yeah, it even if even if Twitter doesn't die, it, it doesn't look good because of Elon Musk and what he's doing. So it sucks. The uh, there's a guy named Alex Cohen. Apparently, he works for Twitter, and he tweeted this. I was laid off from tweet, uh, Twitter this afternoon. I was in charge of managing badge access to Twitter offices. Elon just called me and asked if I could come back and help them regain access to HQ as they shut off all the badges and accidentally locked themselves yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, so, that's uh, the fucking shit show that's happening there. And that was just a couple days ago. Because I, yeah. think the, because I think he did shut the offices down up until... Like he, I think he basically said the office is closed uh, until Monday. But then even he tweeted himself, Musk did, that uh, he said, I'm going to be at the offices tonight uh, until midnight, and then I'll be there again first thing in the morning. If you're an engineer, fly to San Francisco, because that's where the head office is, and uh, help us out. Like, so basically, he's fucking scrambling. He dumped and shit yeah. on all of his fucking people, and now he's fucking scrambling to get some people back or new people in or you know like like serious like he like he's is he gonna pay for these people to come to san francisco or, or what i mean i don't know because he's he's basically know. responded to people across the world i don't know where the offices the other offices are and obviously people have been working remotely and stuff like that so who knows it, it's a fucking gong show um i was just checking out that uh reinstate former president trump it's 52% yes, 48% no. Oh, okay. It was over. So it's getting tighter. Yeah, because it was over 60 Yeah, because I remember seeing that earlier. Yeah. Um, he also said, uh, new Twitter policy is freedom of speech, but not freedom of reach. Negative slash hate tweets will be the max deboosted and demonetized, so no ads or other revenue to Twitter. You won't find a tweet unless you specifically seek it out, which is no different from the rest of the internet. That's uh, interesting. That is interesting for sure. And again, he's monetizing. He's basically attaching money and advertising to to a lot of these things. And I don't know. It's just another fucking thing that I hate about a lot of this shit. It just uh, I shouldn't I shouldn't have to spend money and become verified and get that fucking check mark just so I can see certain tweets or the tweets I want or whatever. You know, it's just Fuck, show me a fucking timeline from newest to oldest and fuck. Why fuck around That's with it. the fucking algorithms? Just fucking show me the top, the, uh, show me the proper timeline. And yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, the best thing out of this was everybody announcing they were going to leave Twitter. Oh, I'm leaving Twitter. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And speaking of that, our good buddy Drex sums it up the best. I don't care that you're leaving Twitter, nor do you need to announce it. <laughs> Goodbye. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. No one cares that you're off to Mastodon. Oh. No, literally no one cares. Only you care. Are you an Elon Musk apologist? No. Reveal I just, yourself. No. Here's, and here's the thing. is is Twitter is an absolute <laughs> S show right now. We know that. I know that. Mm -hmm. But you going on Twitter going, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I'm going back to Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thank you, Drex, for that. But uh, that was the best thing I saw yesterday. And uh, I agree. feel the same way. It all sorted itself out. Just sit there like that Michael Jackson meme and eat the popcorn. 
you know, figure it out. See what see what happens. But uh, well, it won't sort itself out. Well, it's obviously something will happen one way or another, but it may not sort itself out. But um, I I guess that's the other thing, though, is that yeah, you know, you don't see people saying, uh, "Oh, I'm going back to Facebook." See, that's the thing. So sure, they might be leaving Twitter, but where are they going? They're not going to Facebook. They're going to mass. Yeah. They're going. They are going to Mastodon. That platform yeah, has say. seen a huge. No, it's not hard to say. It it's happening. It's the the numbers. It is happening. The numbers for Mastodon have grown um, immensely. Um, so much so that some of their servers are having a hard time keeping up because because there oh. are multiple servers for Mastodon. Like basically, there are different instances. And uh, it's decentralized, right? So there's not just one yeah. server that people are connecting to. This, this is decentralized, and you're signing up for a specific server. Yes, you can communicate across the Fediverse. Uh, I think that's what the, the entire platform runs on. Yeah. But those numbers have, have increased dramatically. So people, people are leaving Twitter, and they are going to Mastodon. They aren't leaving Twitter and going to Facebook. Yeah. So, no. um, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe should people should just quit whining on Twitter and just fucking do it if they're going to do it, right? So that's true. Instead of, uh, yeah, what good is it going to do saying, I'm leaving Twitter? I guess I've done it too, but <laughs> uh, whatever. It is a shit show. It sucks. It's, it's too bad because it is a platform that I have really kind of embraced in the past grown to love yeah have you are you on mastodon have you signed up your account oh yeah yet? yeah i created an account back yeah, in you're back in april actually i never really obviously i never never really used it and i'm you know i really haven't jumped in and used it actually much either but uh but yes i i do have an account there um and uh yeah i i, I actually have been I have seen a lot of the same names now on Mastodon uh, that were on yeah. Twitter. Well, they still are on Twitter as well. But a lot of people have, uh, there are certain applications um, that allow you to, when you post to Twitter, it's automatically going to populate your Mastodon uh, account as well. So some of that is happening. Uh, people have set up their accounts just in case, because you never know. Yeah, of course. Um, but yes, I do have an account there. I actually have been, I haven't been engaging, but I have been spending a lot of time there. So, you know, checking out some of the, yeah. you know, some of the new people, some of the old people, some of the posts that have been coming along the way. So it, it looks, it looks cool. Again, I don't think it'll ever become Twitter. It'll never take over. Uh, well, unless Twitter actually completely disappears, but, but who knows? Uh, speaking of alternatives, we mentioned last week that Jack Dorsey was trying to to uh, to start up his own new uh, alternative or competitor to Twitter. What was it called? Blue Sky. Yeah, Blue Sky. Blue Sky. Yes. There's another one now called Post, and I haven't read much about it. It's called Post. You can sign up now for a wait list because uh, it's not really open to the public for beta or anything yet. I know very little about it but basically they're saying it's a social platform for real people real news and civil conversations uh it goes on to say remember when social media was fun introduced you to big ideas and cool people and actually made you smarter 
Remember when it didn't waste your time and made you make you angry or sad. Uh, when you could disagree with someone without being threatened or insulted. Uh, we want to bring that back with post. So you can, uh, uh, I don't know, you can read some more information about that and join the wait list if you want. I don't know much more about it, uh, what it's going to look like or how it's going to work. But, uh, you know, there are other things popping up here so we'll kind of have to wait and see how things look and shake out and whether or not anything is going to actually be able to get some sort of footprint uh, uh, to go along with these other things like Twitter and Facebook and whatever yeah it's uh, it's going to be an interesting uh, place I just looked that up and uh, yeah, there's nothing else I actually signed up for the wait list to see what it's about but yeah. uh, we'll, we'll see what happens but yeah, it's going to be a very interesting couple of weeks for sure for in the Twitter world. So yeah, it's good. Yeah, for sure. I'll be following it anyways. Like you said, I guess in the background, I'll be, you know, sitting back with a box of popcorn as well. Just kind of, oh, yeah. I, I, you know what? I, I hate to see Twitter actually disappear, but I want, at the same time, I just want to see, I want to see anything that that guy touches burned to the ground. I really do. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. He deserves it. Uh, he deserves every he single deserves fucking it. bit of it. You son of a bitch. Yes. Fuck you, Elon. Yes. Uh, shit, what else do we got? I was going to say something else here, and it was really good, but I forgot <laughs> what it was. It's those drugs, man. Shit. Those well, drugs. No, not even on any drugs. I'm not taking them yet. Oh, yeah. Right. We'll take Can't those. Can't blame that. Can't blame that. Uh, but uh, let's talk about COVID. I thought this was really interesting. Um, so BC has quietly removed the requirement to self-isolate, which is, they did that on Friday. I remember seeing that tweet, that's speaking of Twitter, I remember seeing it <laughs> just pop, popping around, and uh, didn't Dr. Bonnie Henry do a press conference on Friday, I, or I, last week at some point, I, maybe it was Wednesday? Yeah, I don't know if it was a live, or if it was just a press, re- <clears throat> pardon me, a press release, I'm not sure, I, because it they've just been happening so rarely now that i just don't know when whether or not it's a statement or if she actually did do something live or what so so yeah i don't know but regardless she says that and one of the highlights i remember just seeing briefly was uh there's no need to mask up anymore um which is still false if you follow it around but she was saying that kids should mask up in elementary schools which I thought was a different thing. Do you remember seeing this? I'm just trying. I'm just looking this up. No, I I do not remember seeing it. But again, I I I haven't been around uh, enough, I guess, to maybe see that come through. Anyway, so um, yeah, it looks like it was a press release. Uh, what on the same day? I'm trying to catch up here as well. Um, yeah. Speaking of shit shows, though, I think. I think what's happening is with all that is, is a bit of a shit show too. Cause. Oh yeah. Um, we're still in the pandemic and it's still just as bad as it ever was really. So, so she says, I don't believe that we need a heavy hand of a mandate. She said, I don't see the need for a mass mandate by itself because we have many other tools and high level of protection. What, what what are these tools? What tools? What about? protection? Yeah, is she talking about? It's yeah. such a simple thing to do to put on a mask to protect yourself and to protect others around you. It's so fucking simple. It's proven to work. I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand that. I think everything that comes out of her mouth lately has just been a bunch of fucking garbage. <laughs> 
You know, we used to yeah. support her. We used to, a lot of people used to support her. I just don't think anybody respects her anymore because of some of the things that she's said and done. It's just, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what, uh, I don't know why she seems to have done a flip-flop here because that's what it, that's what it looks like. It's interesting because he says in this, this quote, I'm just reading it from VancouverSun.com. It says, uh, we are not in a situation right now where I think every single child and adult in a school setting has to wear a mask at the same time. But then she says, in that context, masks were important and necessary. We are in a different situation now. We have a very high level of immunity. We have vaccines. We have treatments for COVID-19 and RSV, she said. Yeah. Hey, there's no question that vaccines have helped. Uh, that's also been proven, oh, yeah. so people can't dispute that. Um, but, but hey, the vaccines wane after a certain period of time. And uh, again, masks are the simple uh, piece of protective equipment that, that you know, can help spread the, the virus. So I just, yeah, I just, I just don't get it. And, um, you know, it's, it's one thing not to just, just to say there's not going to be a mask mandate, but it's another thing to actually try yeah. and say these stupid things that, you know, you're trying to do to defend your, your decision. And because it, again, it just makes her look fucking stupid. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't get it. So, um, I don't know. I, I I guess I don't understand. No, and like like I said last week or whenever, or well, probably many times is is um is that there it'll be difficult for them to implement a as much as I hate to say this, it'll be difficult for them to to implement a mask mandate again. Anyways, just because nobody's going to pay attention to it, there's going to be no way yeah. to enforce it, no way to police it. Uh, Companies and organizations may be able to do it themselves within their own office settings, uh, but general, in general, the general public, there, there's just no way it's going to happen. Uh, unfortunately, it's just sad. So people need to take it upon themselves to just do it. You know, the smart people, the people who uh, have read the science, and um, uh, you know, listen to the real medical professionals, know that masks still have a place and that uh, people should be protecting themselves. Yes. So, yeah. I've been in a couple of doctor's offices recently and uh, you have to mask up before you mm. go into the doctor's office. Yeah. Did I say this as well? Because I went to the doctor as well last week or the week before. Um, and I go to my doctor quite regularly. Um, yep. So there were some times in the, in the, in the summer and spring where the mask signs came down or, or actually they didn't come down, but basically they weren't mandated within the office. It just said, you yeah. know, we recommend, uh, that you wear a mask. Yeah. Uh, those signs have gone back up saying you are required to wear a mask, to wear a mask. when you enter this office. So... Uh, so, Hey, the doctors know, uh, they are protecting themselves. They come in contact, obviously with a lot of people, a lot of sick people. So they want to protect yeah. themselves, but they want to protect everybody who visits them. So isn't, isn't that just kind of obvious? Do, yeah. how can you look at that and say, fuck it, masks don't do nothing. Fuck it. I don't need a mask. Um, fuck it. You can't tell me what to do. I'm not wearing one. Like, like it's just. You know, 
those people know what's going on. And, um, you know, you're not a sheep to, 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 to wear a mask because of what you see in a doctor's office. It's just common sense, man. Yeah. It's just like, fuck, I just, uh, yeah, I, I just, I still shake my head at people who are, who are denying that this stuff just doesn't work. So I don't know. Crazy. I fuck. We've been saying this since I don't know fucking episode one. Like, just wear your mask. It's not hard. I wasn't to superstore before we uh, started this podcast today, because uh, we're actually recording on a Saturday, which is oh, different yeah. from us. Because that's right. Uh, Saturdays for me is uh, food prep day because I start work tonight. So uh, I had to go get all my shit ready to rock. So after we're done, I got to cook my meals for the next couple of days. But uh, I was in Superstore today, and I was the only guy whipping around with a mask on. Yeah. And I, I you know, I've, I've always done that. But what's a, I think I've mentioned this before. Because I'm coughing a lot and wearing a mask, everyone just looks at me yeah. right away. I start coughing. Everyone looks. And they're like, whoa, what is he doing in here? But they're, I'm still masked up, protecting myself, still covering my face with said mask on. Yeah. And they look at me like I have 15 heads. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it is. It is. And uh, really, people should be looking at them because they don't know what the fuck they're doing or they don't care. So, yeah, whatever. Whatever. All right, let's move forward. Uh, I think you've had this in your prep for a couple of weeks, but I thought we talked about this. Uh, the Firefox relay stuff. Oh, okay. No, we haven't chatted about it. Yeah. I'm pretty so. sure we have because it's, I don't know, maybe we did. Maybe yeah. I thought we did like maybe uh, 10 episodes ago, but may, let's get into that. Maybe we did. It's been on your prep. And maybe we did. Uh, fuck, I don't know. I, I got a short memory now. I'm losing it. I'm old, remember? Uh oh. We're, we're getting old. Is that what happens when you get old? Yeah, you lose see, your memory? you have this to look forward to now that you're going to be 40 fuck. next week. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe this is too much information, but sometimes I go in the shower <laughs> and I'm taking a shower and I, you know, I wash my hair. Because I barely have any hair to wash. But then, like, about 10 minutes later after, because I like a hot shower. I like getting warm and stuff and then and leaving. <laughs> and then before I leave, I'm like, fuck, did I wash my hair? <laughs> and, like, this has been going on yeah. for, like, I don't know, fuck, like, five or six years now. But, like, every time, I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, okay. And now I have to say to myself, okay, shampoo's in my hand. Okay, I'm washing my hair. And then I just sit and enjoy my shower. But, fuck. <laughs> you, know, you know what? Uh, I think it's... <laughs> Pardon me. I think it's a combination of things. Getting old is probably yeah. part of it, but it's probably. just, it's just, I think at least with me anyways, you, you know, you, you kind of get into this routine. It's becomes really monotonous and it's the same old shit every single day. And, um, like, cause I'm the same way. So like, I'm like, I, I, uh, I have a couple of medications that I take in the morning and it's like, yeah, it's like I, a couple hours later I'm thinking, Shit, fuck, did I did I take, did I take those, that my yeah. medication today? And I can't fucking remember. And so if I'm not sure, <coughs> if I'm not sure, then I'm not, like if there's a chance I took it, I'm not going to take it again. Yeah, yeah. Right, so if I think about it and, oh, no, I, I didn't take it, then obviously I, I will. But, but, but you know, it, it happens often. Is that, um, I'm trying to say it's just not a big deal, but I don't know, maybe, maybe I've got early onset dementia or something. Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's, old timers or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to say it's just monotonous and being routine and you just kind of forget these day-to-day things that you normally do. And, but who knows? Who knows? I, uh, we all get old. I think you just kind of have to try and like, 
What what do you know? There are people who somehow have been diagnosed with having early onset dementia. How do they de- okay. how do they determine that though? I I I I know maybe you don't know, and this is just a, asking a question out loud. I guess I don't expect an answer, but how would they determine? Like, let's say I go to a doctor and say, "Yeah, you know, hey, like I have been forgetting things lately. Um, you know, I sometimes wonder if I took my medication. I probably did, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I didn't." Um, you know, but I've, hey, I've got this routine. I work from home. I just uh, do the same shit every day and, you know, yeah. get up, shower, work, eat, go to bed, repeat. Like, it's just, uh, so is that just like, so what is that? Am I, am I, you know, am I going, am I going crazy here? Am I losing it? Am I getting dementia or, or what is it? Right. So, I mean, dement- yeah. dementia wasn't even a word, uh, what, 10, 20 years ago. You, you were just getting fucking old and forgetting shit. Right. So yeah. now they've got a term for it. And how do, how do doctors, yeah, diagnose that? I mean, later in life, sure. If you've, if you can't remember what you did five minutes ago, or if you can't remember your name or something like that, or, and, and your loved ones around you, well, then unfortunately, maybe you've got, you know, something going on, but like, how do they how do they how do they diagnose early dementia in somebody? Ask your doctor that next time. I will do that. Since you're 40 now, I'm gonna keep rubbing that in. Yeah, listen, doc, you're I'm getting old. 40, I don't man. remember where that where I am. I don't remember if I put pants on. What's going on? Well, yeah, I again, I I walk out the door. Hey, oh yeah, I got pants on. Okay, I'm good. So is that? Okay, I mean, pants are good. so is that early dementia? Do I have to? Because yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. Because I have thought I about it when I walk out the door, as you say before, phone, keys, uh, what else? Mask. You need mask. Oh yeah, I got pants on. That's good. Phone, keys, mask. Phone, keys, mask. Wallet. wallet. Yes. Yep. And pants. Fuck. Okay. Speaking of wallets, my wallet broke. I have like this old fat ass thick Swiss Army wallet. But my, I, because I still wear a chain, the chain thing broke. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, do I still have to wear a chain anymore? Do you wear a chain? I still, still wear my chain. I've got a Harley wallet. Yep. Those things are, are last forever, man. It's, it's actually really good, well made. Uh, it's got a nice heavy chain on it. Um, I've had this one for quite a few years now. Yeah. Those things last quite a oh, while. Good for you. Yeah. Harley Davidson wallet with a chain. <sighs> Maybe I'll get that. Yeah. Because I was just going to poke another hole in it. This is a modified thing. Uh, uh, okay. Oh, yeah, they got bifold wallets. And yeah, they've got a, their specific chain holder things for it. Got a few nice ones there, yeah. Uh, you're probably spending 100 bucks, but uh, yeah, they're quite nice. Oh, they're not bad. They're like 35 to oh, $40. Oh, sure. Well, that's okay then. That's not bad. So maybe I will invest in Because I look at these ones on like Amazon. They're all these like ridge wallets with like a quick clip. And it's all cards. There's no money in it anything like that yeah but. but i sometimes wonder whether or not you need to carry a full wallet now anyways we've really we've really yeah. taken a turn here but anyways let's keep going with this because because <laughs> because because seriously why why do you need a wallet i mean because well it's good to have your cards like your credit cards and your debit card as a backup but typically you're paying for shit now using your phone or your watch yeah. um I guess I do need a card for for work, obviously, the badge in order to enter the building and the office and stuff like that. 
Uh, there's the, your compass card for transit. Um, what else? What else? What? I don't carry money anymore. So fuck. Why do I need a wallet for? I don't carry cash. Yeah. Um, what is the purpose of a wallet now? Right. Seriously. What? What? Why is it? What is so important in your wallet right now that you could not go without? Well, in my wallet, I have, there's a lot of IDs. I have my driver's license that you need to uh, yes. card okay. you when you drive. Okay, I guess your driver's license, um, yep. I have my Nexus card so I can cross the border. I also have my Indian status card in my wallet. Okay. Uh, and the rest is just credit cards. But the last, I don't remember the last time I used a credit, well, obviously, no. So I have to use a credit card when I fill up at the pump. So for gas, I have to get gas every two, three weeks. And so it, re- it requires a credit card to put into the pump. You can't swap. But I don't even take my wallet yeah. to work. Yeah. I just use everything on my watch. Yeah. So no matter what, and I have different credit cards on my watch. I have my own personal credit card. And if I'm running around doing stuff for the pair of roommates, I have their credit card on my watch. So I don't yeah. even take their credit card. I can just swipe to it, hit the button, and, and, and I'm good. So yeah. yeah, it's very interesting. What do you use a wallet for yeah. these days? Well, ID is the big one, of course, yeah, and it's important. Yeah. Uh, it's important to have ID. I mean, aren't you legally required to have some sort of or form of ID on your possession, just in case, whatever? Um, yeah, I'm not, but I'm otherwise, not really sure. yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just like like I've got obviously I've got all kinds of shit in my wallet, but do I really need it? Right? I've got business cards. I've got. Uh, um, at Red Cat Records, they stamp your, you know, you buy, they stamp it 10 times and you get 10 bucks off your purchase or next purchase or whatever it is. Like, so yeah, I got like a loyalty card. Yeah. So I got stuff like that. A lot of loyalty cards are all digital now as well. You can have on your phone yeah. or your watch. But really, what, like, what, what, do I really need to carry at least a big ass wallet like that? Why not just buy yeah. a small card holder or something like that? Put it in your front pocket. And away you go, right? It takes up less space. Yeah. Um, it's better for your back. Probably better for your back because you're right. When I jump in a car with that fucking wallet in my ass, uh, it, it, it's thick. It, it is thick. And it's, yeah, you're, 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 sh- you're kind of shifting, like two inches, sitting right? funny. And I definitely, it does bother me. Like after a certain yeah. period of time sitting in the car with the wallet, my hip is fucking, I don't know. It's, yeah, it gets sore, right? So, um, yes, I'm getting old, but whatever. It's still, I don't think it's very good for you. <laughs> so no, it's not. Anyway, anyway, that's a something I might think about now. Do I need to have a that big wallet with a fucking chain on it? Uh, yeah, I guess it looks cool. It's I guess who we are. You like you said you like the chain on it and. But it get it got caught in fucking everything. It gets caught in doors. It gets caught in fucking like hooks around the house. You know, it gets caught in your jacket. Like fuck. You know where it's gotten caught for me is on the bus, and you're sitting. Sometimes there's spaces between the seats, and it slides yeah. down into that space, and it's really tight. And I've gotten up, and it's been caught and, and stuck. Yeah. And I fuck it. It yeah, it sucks me back in, and I can't go anywhere. I think I have missed bus stops because I'm trying to get my fucking wallet chain out of the fucking <laughs> crack in the fucking seats. No shit. Fuck, yeah. that happened to me at Disneyland. <laughs> so I was on Star Tours, the ride, yeah. and the ride was obviously moving, and then I get up, but I can't get up. And I was, I was, lost. I had to get cut out no, of the seat. No, no way, no way. Yeah, they had to cut the chain out. 
because I could jimmy it loose. And uh, because obviously there's a lineup, they won't let me go on again so I could really force and get it out. So they actually cut that chain. Yeah, too funny. Bench seats. Okay, I say, can you bench seats? Uh, you bench know, you sit on a yeah. bench. You know, you've got the, your slats in the bench and stuff, but the chain's gotten caught in there. I go to get up, and it fucking yanks me. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Time to grow up. Maybe get rid of the chain. Who knows? So I just I just googled wallet chains, and it's well. The first <laughs> question is: Are wallet chains still in style? Yeah. Because who the fuck knows? I'm not a stylist. You're not a stylist. And it goes, yes, wallet chains are still in styles, and they're a necessary thing to carry with you. Okay. If you're looking for the most convenient option that will look good for you, and you like the idea of having a chain wallet, then you should get one soon, because they're coming back in full force for 2022. <laughs> okay. All so right. There we go. Well, we're still in style, so we're, not, we're still with it. We're still with the kids. Everything's still good. Okay. Very good. Not that so, I was really concerned about it, because I'm just... I do my own thing. I don't care what anybody else thinks. But uh, anyways, I guess that's good to know. They're coming back, baby. All right. Or they're already in. They never left. They never left. That's right. Uh, but yeah, Very I don't good. know. What, that's the point of a wallet. What do we do with a wallet? Who knows? Anyway. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know how we got talking uh, anyways, about Anyways, let's, let, let's get back to uh, what we were talking about beforehand. That was Firefox Relay. Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> See? I forgot all about that already, right? It's been 10 minutes. I forgot what we were going to uh, going to talk about. Don't so. even know. But uh, so do you use this? So what it essentially it is, is it's uh, Firefox Relay is Mozilla's email atlas service to protect your real, your real email address. But it's still getting support for phone numbers. So, so do you ever use this service? So that's the really cool part. That's that's why I kind of got interested in Firefox Relay is because Firefox Relay was initially introduced as, yes, you could protect your email address. So when you go to sign up for some newsletter on a website, you don't want to get um, bombarded. You don't want them to sell your fucking email, real email address. You don't want to be bombarded with bullshit. So you give them a yeah. fake address. Uh, you can read their emails. They'll get sent. They'll get sent through the Firefox system to your real email address without the uh, without the original people knowing what that real address is. So, so basically, yeah. it's it's kind of it protects you and right. And you can always delete that email address or block it or or whatever. You don't need to use it very much anymore. So that's what that's what um, Firefox really is and started out with similar applications or platforms are simple login that's another one simple login actually got bought by proton proton okay. proton mail proton vpn proton um, proton's a company in switzerland yeah so they're a, they're a security company yeah, yeah. Right. so uh, another one is a non addy a non addy a non addy a non addy that's another one that offers these kind of these email relay type systems. But the really cool thing with uh, Firefox Relay is um, they have now implemented the same thing for phone numbers. So yeah, of course cool. there's fees. You, you, know, you have to sign up for this stuff. So it does cost money. It's not free. But the th- cool thing with the phone numbers is let's say you go to a restaurant and they ask for your phone number because you know there's a wait time of uh, let's say it's 20 minutes. So we'll, we'll text you in 20 minutes when your table's ready. Right. Yeah. So you could give them, so you, you don't know what they're doing with your phone number when, when you, when you give it to them, who knows what they're doing, who knows if they're selling exactly. it, 
who knows what you know you don't know what's going going to happen and you don't know um if somebody's going to spam you at some point because of that right so now you can give them your uh, a, a it's not a f- it is a fake email a fake phone number but basically it will still get relayed to your real phone number uh so again so it, cool. it kind of protects you in that way right um i have not signed up for the phone number part of that because i think it's 399 a month 499 a month I mean, I just don't use it often enough that to take advantage of it, right? If it was something that I thought I would use a lot more, then maybe I would do it. Uh, but it is really interesting. It's just kind of cool, these tools that are coming out to kind of protect your email addresses, your phone numbers. Uh, basically, it's privacy protection, security as well, right? And and the thing yeah, is, yeah. Your, your phone numbers and email addresses um, are not going out there for basically everyone to see and um you know spam lists and and other shits you know it's not only spam lists though it's it's stuff like phishing right it's phishing yes. and hacking and all that kind of stuff that these some of these uh crooks try and get away with and they are successful in some ways sadly um sons of bitches anyway that's what firefox relay is so i've been playing around with that a little bit i actually did sign on with simple login first uh, but I've okay. been using Firefox Relay a little bit more lately, so and I really like it. So um, it, it's just kind of cool that you know, obviously, being somebody who is uh, you know tries to do things uh, to protect my privacy and security. Um, so yeah, check it out. Uh, off the record, well, not off, but it's kind of related. How long have you had your phone number for? Uh, I think I've had this number since I moved, first moved to Vancouver. No, was it? I can't remember. I think I've had it since I first moved to Vancouver. Like, so in 2020, no, not 2020, in 2000. Oh, okay. I can't remember because we moved back to Calgary for a couple years in 2003. So I can't remember if I kept that number the whole time or not when I was back in Calgary for those two years, or did I get this new number. I actually may have gotten this new number when I returned to Vancouver in 2005 from, from Calgary. Okay. So you could say I've had, it, had it at it least 15, 16, whatever, 17 years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's very important. I've had my number for 23 years. Yeah. I got my first phone in 1999. Yeah. Cool. So I've had this number forever, but, uh, you know, 23 years is a lot to protect. So it's definitely yeah. worth investing in if you use your phone a lot. So it's super cool. Well, yeah. Imagine imagine how many um, uh, places have your, uh, phone have num- your phone number, right? So, uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I don't know. I think I've lost you now this time. I think something's happened on your end. No, we're good. Oh, I'm okay. here. You're all chopping and... Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. We've been choppy for the last fifteen minutes. I don't know what's going on. As as long as I can still hear you, I don't care about the video. I mean, you're behind this cool brick wall, but uh, okay. Well, as I can still hear you fine. I have, so as long as that still works. I wasn't able to hear you. So, uh, but just oh but, shit. Okay. So that's the problem. Yeah. So anyway, all good. All right. Well, let's move on to something that we both love: music. Uh, you go first this week. What are you spinning this week? Okay. Thank you. I'm gonna talk about some some really cool stuff i've been listening to uh it's the usual stuff 
doom metal is something that I really have become quite passionate about uh, in recent years. Some really heavy shit. Uh, and one of my favorite bands is, is Candlemass. Candlemass is a doom, uh, doom band from Sweden. Uh, they've been around for a very long time. They're one of the kind of the innovators, I guess, of doom metal. I mean, yeah, you, pioneers. The pioneers, I guess. I mean, sure, you could go back even further to Black Sabbath and stuff like that. But uh, uh, let's see. I got to bring this up here a little bit. Uh, but uh, yeah, they've got a new album out. Um, let's see. It's it's just really cool stuff. Um, They've got a new album out now called Sweet Evil Sun. I think it just came out uh, yesterday, I believe. This is one of the oh, singles shit. called When Death Sighs. Um, yeah, this band is just a cool song. Great band. They've gone back to their original singer from the early days when they first formed back in the back in the 1980s. They've been around that long, yeah. so good heavy shit. Now, did I see these guys with you at the rickshaw? I did see them at the rickshaw, but I don't think you were there with me. Okay, because I was at that show because I was, I think it was 2017. Oh, I don't know. And fuck. But yeah, I saw these guys live and they were awesome. Oh, yes. Uh, great, great so, band for sure. They've gone through a bunch of different singers through the years. Um, yeah. In fact, this this singer and I forget his name all the time. This one and their second singer have kind of come back for for other tours of duty, I guess if you want to put it that way. But yeah, they're back to this original guy, and um, the last couple albums I think uh, have they have he's kind of rejoined. And anyway, one of my favorite bands. I, I love this band. That's awesome. Yeah. Great song too. Like I I didn't hear this until obviously you you sent it my way this morning, and uh, yeah, cool song. Yeah. Right on. Uh, next band, next song I've got is a band called Warlung. Let me fire it up. Warlung is, uh, they're a band out of Texas. Um, they've been around for about five or six years. Um, they are now on Heavy Psych Sounds. It's the label that I always talk about out of Italy. Just oh, a yeah. great uh, psychedelic heavy rock, uh, rock label. Um... This song, this song is called Sky Burial. I think it's the first single from their album, which also just came out. The album's called Vulture's Paradise. Yeah, just released. It's a really good tune as well. It's just kind of the same thing. It's, this, you know, more heavy rock, I guess, than than Doom. But there's some psychedelic, uh, uh, psychedelic themes or twists to it. So really cool. Yeah, all all your songs this week kick ass. Nice heavy kind of, you know, Sabbathy kind yeah. of fucking. Yeah, for sure. This in your face, groovy. Exactly. Yeah, just heavy, heavy guitar. Um, heavy, heavy songs. I just uh, again, just the stuff I listen to uh, really all the time. Great stuff. Great guitar work. So that's uh, Warlung, my second tune. Banger. I've got uh, yeah, right on. I've got one more. This band I became familiar with probably early in the spring. I think uh, it was one of our music nights. We actually haven't had a music night uh, with that group um, quite some time. I forget it was it was before summer. I think, anyways. Uh, at some point though, along the way, somebody played uh, a tune uh, 
from this band. The name of the band is called Guapa. I don't know. I hope I'm Guapa. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Guapa, Guapa, something like that. Fuck, I don't know. Um, this band is from Sweden as well. Fuck, there's always heavy shit coming out of Sweden, man. And um, and I wouldn't call this necessarily doom metal either, but this is uh, again, it's more heavy psychedelic rock. Uh, obviously, a female frontage. She sounds great. Uh, they've got yeah. a new album out too. Um, lots of great music coming out again. Um, this is a song called Exoskeleton. It's from their album called Myriad. It's out now on Nuclear Blast Records. Again, she rips a little bit. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. So yeah, so this band is really cool. I think this this is their second second full-length album they've got an ep i think that came out earlier but uh so a fairly newer band but uh check out all their stuff because it's really good that's what counts baby and again you can find all our picks of the week and all the music we play at our page oldmenwhoyellaclouds.com yes lots check of it out stuff. we do Stephen does good work on that lots of good stuff there Ugh. those are my tunes I do enjoy those it. are my tunes what do you got uh, I got our friend Nina Strauss featuring Alisa, uh, Alisa, Alisa from uh, Arch Enemy. Uh, you know, standard Baldwin rock. I love this shit. Kind of riffy, breakdown riffy, uh, and hot guitar players. You know, <laughs> uh, not a bad tune. Uh, Nina is doing her own. She was a guitar player for Alice Cooper. She uh, broke off to do some stuff with Demi Lovato which is uh, kind of interesting, but uh, her solo stuff sounds like this, and it kicks ass. Uh, you give this a spin. Oh, this is great stuff. She's so awesome on guitar. Yeah. I love watching her play. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be off her second album, which is coming out at some point in the new year, I believe. Yeah, early 2023. Yeah. Uh, is Okay, so the singer, I, and I always forget her name, so she's from Arch Enemy. Has she always... And I'm not that familiar with them. Has she always been the vocalist for Arch Enemy, or is she new? She's a new vocalist. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. Yeah, because she doesn't look yeah. familiar to me. And uh, But she sounds great. I love the song. And um, Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, good pick. Yeah. I wasn't familiar with this until you, you know. shared it either. So, Oh, yeah. You know, that's the beauty of this Picks of the Week stuff. It's some good stuff. Yeah. Uh, what else are we what else are spinning this week? Uh, new band, or not new band, but uh, Chino Marino's side project from the Deftones. Uh, crosses a new song called Vivian. Uh, different for the. I kind of like this stuff. It's kind of synthy, but I love Chino's voice, and I think it really. Crosses is a great project. Uh, Chino came into the Sea Fox Studios. I think you took the photo of me and Chino in the studio. I can't uh, remember. Yes, I'm not sure. See him all the time. Yeah, this remember. was a. That, <laughs> we're getting old, yeah. but this was a great. Uh, this was a great night. Um, but uh, yeah, good times. Uh, Chino, uh, along with Crosses, uh, new s- album coming out December the 9th. It's a six song, I guess. EP. But uh, yeah, Crosses kick ass. What do you think? Yeah, this is different for him, like you said. Uh, I do like his voice yeah. as well. It's um, and his voice suits uh, the change in, like I said, it is different music. It suits the change from Deftones. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's. I couldn't listen to this all the time by any means, but I guess it's a little, just a little bit different, something new. Um, yeah. 
I'll, I'll check out the, the rest of the album when it comes out. Sounds okay? Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Again, December the 9th, uh, New Crosses. And uh, the last one is actually a cover song. You know, when you can't listen to metal all the time, uh, you got to throw on something else. And this is something else. Uh, Chris Stapleton covering an Al Green song. Uh, like a ram. Uh, fuck, I love Chris Stapleton, man. Are you into this guy at all? I think you shared some of his stuff before, right? And uh, you yeah. know what? I maybe even forgot about it at the time uh, to check him out some more because, um, you know, so I know the name, but I'm not familiar with a lot of his music. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I really like it. It's just, um, yeah, it's just, you know, simple, I mean, bluesy, bluesy rock. Yeah. Uh, this is actually a cover song. Yeah. Um, I want to say it's done by Big Sugar, but it's not, uh, because Big Sugar did cover this. But the original done is by Al Green. Ah, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, that uh, shit goes so, back a long time, though. Then. Yeah. Oh yeah, fuck. I'm trying. That is an old original. song, like Al Green, and I think that album came out in the early '70s, didn't it? Yeah, you're right. 1971. Yeah. But cool. uh, he's covered that. This song's been covered a thousand yeah, times. Yeah, sure. It's cool to hear Chris's take on it. But if you haven't listened to Chris Stapleton, this bro has soul. Yeah, check him out. He's it's it's fantastic shit. He's uh, he'd be really awesome to see live. He's just kind of one of those voices you want to see live. Yeah, unrestricted live voice. Yeah, sounds good. I'll watch for more of that. But yeah, those are our picks of the week. Uh, again, check him out at our webpage. Stephen does a great job of uh, updating that at oldmanhealatclaws.com. Just check that out. You can visit all the shit we talked about as always on that webpage. Oh yeah, it's all there. Uh. Are you watching anything this week? Anything cool? Yeah, so I started watching a new series. Uh, I don't know. There's lots of stuff that I always want to try and catch up on. And um, lots of new shows, new seasons of old shows. Um, so I can never pick what to watch. Uh, so we do have our usual stuff that we kind of do every week. Uh, but I, I've picked up or I watched, started watching this new series called 1899. It's on Netflix. Um, it's just... Uh, uh, a little bit of information from the trailer here. It's uh, on their journey across the vast and treacherous Atlantic Ocean, uh, and they're going from somewhere in Britain to New York City, I assume. Uh, the passengers of the uh, Kerberos, that's the name of the ship, they encounter the biggest mystery of their lives. Welcome to 1899, because it is way back in 1899 when I think they're coming across uh, to America. Um, it's from the creators of Dark, Dark is uh, Dark was a was an excellent, uh, but kind of kind of out there series that was also on Netflix. Um, yeah, so it's just um, it's, it's yeah, it's really cool. I'm three episodes in, I think, and um, yeah, it's just a really different type of TV show. But uh, yeah, it's got it's got that you know, it's kind of a it's not a sci-fi. It's not a, um, yeah, I don't know how you would describe it otherwise, but uh, I think it's, so far, it seems like it's worth uh, continuing, so I'm enjoying it. Yeah, that's So check cool. that out. Um, I did check the trailer. I'd never seen it before, but yeah, yeah I'm going to have to watch that. Um, also on Netflix, there's um, Cabinet of Curiosities. Have you watched that yet? Oh, no, I haven't. Who, who does that? Uh, there's uh, some big names associated with that, I think. Yeah. And uh, I have not uh, watched Grimo del Toro. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So he's the main guy ahead of it, but a lot of big actors and stuff. It's supposed to be awesome. My dad's watching it right now. Okay. He's, this is pretty good. But. Yeah, that's something that uh, has caught my eye as well. Again, it's just 
so much, only so much time in the day, right? So, I know. Um, I know. So that's that's kind of the big thing that I've been watching. I mentioned Succession last week, so I don't know that we were able to yeah. watch more of it. We're still on season one. No, no. You know what? We did finish season one. We're on season two. Um, just started it, I believe. So yeah. So that's going okay. I mentioned a, a fucked up family that's uh, kind of all part of that show and tells their story. So you don't feel so bad if you got your own world and your own problems and stuff like that. When you watch a show like that with uh, that fucked up family, you know, you haven't got yeah. so bad. So that's all right. That's what counts. Really? If they can do it, we can do it. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, shit, I'm not watching anything this week. I haven't had time. I've just been kind of relaxing, not doing much. Yeah. I've been playing a lot of video games, and that's uh, that's pretty much about it. I haven't been doing much. So just trying okay. to k- kick this fucking cold. Yeah, no kidding. What, uh, what game have you been playing? Tell us about uh, um, your gaming. I picked up Call of Duty. Which version? So I'm Which getting one? my ass kicked. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 okay. uh, for the PS5. I'm getting my ass kicked by a bunch of 10-year-olds. <laughs> Uh, it's very frustrating, but uh, sometimes I kill that ten that little ten year old bastard, and it feels so good. <laughs> uh, so um, I've been playing a lot of that. That's a lot of online. You play, you so you have to pay for this sh- subscription online and the game itself. Yeah, and uh, so you you pay for that and go. So that's uh, that's been taking a lot of my time up, as well as I've been playing this new game called God of War Ragnarok. It's uh, fucking. It's a great game. It's the triple A. Triple A title, so a lot of money and shit goes into this game. Storyline's fantastic. The graphics are incredible. I still have an Xbox to give you too. Oh by the shit! Way. Yeah, maybe I can be playing some of these games too. You can, yeah. Get your ass kicked by ten year olds on Call of Duty. <laughs> exactly. Hey, do you have to? It's worth it. Do you have to play these games uh, online with other people? You can play them solo by yourself, can't you? You can play them yeah. solo. Yeah. Right. Shows you how much I know. So Call of Duty. Oh, no, no. Call of Duty is, uh, they have a campaign for it, so that's a solo thing. It takes about six, eight hours. Okay. But then the online stuff is where, you know, that's that's the bread and butter of these Call of Duty games. Basically so. endless, I guess. As long as you want to play, you can play yeah. it, yeah. Just get your ass kicked. They have a bunch of different game modes and yeah. a bunch of different uh, game types you can play. So it's not all kill. Like, sometimes you work, sometimes it's everyone against everyone else. Sometimes you're uh, you're in a team. Sometimes you're rescuing prisoners. A right. lot of cool stuff they're doing with this stuff, so... Uh, if you're into it, check it out. You can play it on the Xbox, I'll give you. Okay. You just got to buy the game. But okay. uh, yeah, we'll figure that out eventually. Yeah, you just got to get me the uh, Xbox. But, well, I was going to come see you, I but know. it didn't work I out because I wasn't feeling well and you weren't feeling well because we're fucking getting old. But <laughs> uh, maybe we can uh, meet up here pretty quick. Yeah, before Christmas, maybe. Still we'll be figure nice. It out. Yeah. We'll figure that part out. Sounds good. Uh, but uh, that's all I got. You got anything else coming up? That's all I got, man. Good chatting with you because I think we're going to be taking uh well not a not a it is a break some well some time off but uh, we have our reasons so we may not chat again for a couple of weeks. But, yeah, so uh, we'll uh, theoretically we'll be back what the fourth? No, I think uh, I think the week after that the, 11th. the that weekend of the eleventh. Yes. Okay. So that you saw, I'm traveling. Steven's traveling. We're on the separate weeks, so uh, it just doesn't work for. Uh, our schedules to get together to do this bullshit chat, but it's good. And thank you for listening. For but sure. uh, way back on the 11th, uh, looks like we'll do two shows and we're off for Christmas, the new year's, then we'll be back with all new episodes of the new year. But let's uh, not get ahead of ourselves. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Okay? Sounds Fine. good. Yes. That's all I got to say. One step at a time. Uh, 
fuck it. There was a show that got announced that was supposed to be awesome. Shit, yeah. I don't remember. Oh, Spirit Box. Oh, okay. Spirit Box are coming to the Commodore. Okay. I, I just saw them open up for uh, Lamb of God. Right. Uh, and that's uh, Easter long weekend. I wouldn't mind checking that show out. I did notice Anthrax is coming too. I did not know the show was probably announced uh, a little while back, but I just noticed today or yesterday that, uh, yeah, Anthrax is playing with uh, with Black Label Society and Exodus. But yeah, it's, that'd be a but it's at the too. P&E Forum. Uh, I, I know. Oh, fuck, yeah. I, you know what? I don't think I've ever seen a show there, but it just sounds like it's not worth going because of that. Uh, I've actually seen uh, Black Label there before. Yeah. He, Zach did a, they traveled with the, uh, I forget, the Black Label Fest or something like that. It was Black Label and Clutch. Oh, cool. And someone else. I forget who it was. But we stayed for Black Label, stayed for a couple songs of Clutch and booked it. But the form is either hit or miss. Yeah. Sometimes it's great, sometimes it's shit. So... You know, when you're paying top dollar for tickets, it's kind of sucks. But tickets for this aren't too bad. I think it's like 60 bucks. Yeah. That's not too bad. I think the show's in January sometime, January 20th, 23rd or something. But uh, I'm yeah, still, right. uh, yeah, I, I probably, I don't know. I probably won't go. So um, the only tickets that we have uh, that I ended up buying were for Keithmas. So, oh, awesome. um, you know what? I'm, and I'm still not too keen on going but uh but i think the better half really wants to go if it wasn't for her i probably wouldn't bother but she i think she wants to go her christmas party i think is that evening so we're going to go to that and then cut out and go see keith miss um those are the only tickets i have so at this point i'm not too interested in anything else Oh yeah, no, that's that's good. A Keith Miss will be good. Maybe that'll be a return to live shows. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um it's always packed in there, which is good because obviously it's for a good cause yeah. with the food bank and stuff like that. And the music's always nice, but yeah, again, it's just fuck. I don't know. Too many fucking people. I know. And the Cannibal Corpse were there this past week. Yes. That was uh, just the other night too. Wasn't that uh Thursday night yeah. uh, a couple nights ago? Yeah. yeah. Shit. Uh, yeah, Thursday and Friday. Oh, they did two, two shows. Mighty Rick show. Oh, right on. Fuck, have you ever seen Cannibal Corpse before? I have not. No. No. I'm sure that'd be a fun show. They did a show at, uh, it was the Commodore, it was them, and, uh, fuck, what was that band? Uh, them and someone else. I can't remember <laughs> okay. right now. But, man, first time seeing the Corpse live, I don't have to see him ever again. That was the pinnacle <laughs> of music for me. But, uh, shit. Yeah, good times. Right on. And I don't know if you saw this, but Ministry are coming back. Oh, I didn't notice that either. No. See, I, I haven't been keeping up on some of the dates or the tours coming through. So, uh, you know. I don't think they're coming to Vancouver. But, oh, okay. uh, again, they always do fucking. T- he says he's retiring everything. The last tour was called the See You Late Tour. Yeah. But uh, but like he's coming back, so that's interesting. I just you know what I've seen I've seen Ministry a couple times, and they were good shows for sure, at least a couple times. Anyway, um, I don't know that I would go see him again. So I mean, still some good music coming out, I guess. But I think that band is yeah. Just if you've seen him once or twice, I don't know if there's a need to see him more than that. So it's just a wall of noise. Boof. It is. It is. I mean, it's again. There's some. Good tunes there. That band's been around for a long time as well. But fuck, I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's just, yeah. Can't be bothered anymore. She's a tough one. She's a tough one. But yeah, lots of good shows coming down. Maybe we'll see you at one of those. But uh, see how it goes. That's it. 
that's it for us, folks. Uh, so right. you can find us wherever you get your podcasts from. Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, and of course, Google Podcasts. Uh, Black, Indigenous, and People of Color Lives Matter. Fuck cancer. Get vaccinated. Continue to wear your mask. A woman's body is your own fucking business. And please take care of yourself, okay? If you like this podcast, make sure to hit the subscribe button on whatever platform it is you're listening on. If you didn't like this podcast, we'll try harder in two weeks. Thank you for listening. Stay healthy. Stay safe. We will talk to you soon. See ya. If you enjoyed anything you just heard and want to fact check it, check out oldmanwhoyelletclouds.com. Yeah!